0: Are now, tune in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, we are going to be celebrating the life of the late, great Bobby the Brain Heenan. We're going to be talking about Jinder Mahal's racist ass promo from Tuesday night. We're going to be giving you our No Mercy predictions, the official lockdown. Locks of the Week predictions, and, uh, you know, probably a bunch of other shit. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5, it's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vigie, a.k.a. Shoot, I forgot what the A.K.A. was this week. And to my (laughs) right, as always,
1: we have two beers, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Zach? That was better than anything you could have said. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm dog-ass tired. I just got back from Chicago. Um, Shy town Yeah, Chi-Town. Took the Cicerone test, huh? The Advanced Cicerone test? Yeah, I took my uh, Level 3 Advanced Cicerone exam. And, uh, worst trip to Chicago ever, uh, for the most part, but there was one thing that saved it and I'll save that for later.
0: And to his nice right, tees. as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? It's
2: all good. Kind of, uh, tired myself late night, uh, carousing the town, but you know, you know how we do it. Quick shout out while I'm thinking about it. Uh, shout out to, uh, Chef Kevin, Chef Bob, Chef Chris, uh, Brennan, F and G, um, uh, Alex, Kristen, Adrian, um, Adolf Hitler, you just, Hollywood. Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler, <laughs> Hollywood. H- Jose, is that his real name? No, no, that's our nickname for him. That's a fucked up nickname. Oh, he's a racist <laughs> bastard. So we call him Adolf <laughs> No, he really isn't. Oh, I just remembered it. AKA the functioning
0: smarkaholic. And welcome to Bam from Ringside. <laughs> Sorry, Vice. I know Vice came up with that for me. Um, uh, So, everything's good?
2: Everything's great, babe. Uh, yeah, we're, good. we're
0: here with Engineer Rich. You know, back with our favorite engineer at Shock City Studios. Easily. We've been dealing with those. Oh, yes. The the. the Tier below, yeah, I engineer rich. The, but now we finally have we're back. We got in the to the major races. leagues again yeah. with
2: Rich over here dealing Once with again. the uh, the triple A nonsense with a uh, good old Sam wherever he is.
0: I will say this that uh, last night, um, my wife's car broke down back, or <laughs> she had a blown tire on two fifty five, and I, I went math. out there to pick her up. And I was standing on the side of the road waiting for the tow truck driver to come. And two fifty five is near your neck
1: of the woods, absolutely. Yeah. Right? I mean, it runs. I mean, it's my lifeblood. But so it's to get me from here to there all the time. It's to get me here every every week.
0: Yeah. So I was standing there and I looked out just off the side of the road, and there was an empty fireball pint
1: <laughs> well, I, I was like zach does drive this road a lot i only i only Whee! i only drink the 100 mils or fu- or the 50 mils uh, <laughs> that was some other good citizen so thank you for buying good citizen uh we're gonna get into wrestling here in just
0: a second but before we do we'd like to say that tonight's episode is brought to you by soul taco soul taco korean slash mexican fusion food all around uh the great greater metro area of st louis missouri also outside of there we have chesterfield we have the U City loop we have food trucks we have columbia missouri we have Champaign, missouri and zach where were you yesterday
1: i was in chicago and i say it was a shitty trip because usually when i go to chicago i really like to dive into the food scene mm. and the beer scene and i like to have some shit that i don't normally get but on this trip uh, The really chic boutique European style like hostel that I stayed at was dope and in River North. And the best part about it was it was within walking distance to Soul Taco. Taco. So I took the Amtrak oh. up and I made sure, even though my Amtrak got in late, I Ubered instead of taking the Chicago City Transit, which I usually do. I Ubered and I said, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Take me to Soul Taco. <laughs> you that's exactly what it says on that song. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it goes. And I had a few spicy pork tacos, mm. and it was the best cure to you know my anxiety. Like and
2: Cornelius, you had some Soul Taco today too. Your boy was hurting this afternoon. I was laying in bed, hungover, watching. Uh, NXT or whatever, and I was like, man, what am I going to have for lunch? What am I going to have for lunch? Like, I need something to soak up these toxins that are leaving me vulnerable to everything. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to Soul Taco. Uh, steak burrito, extra meat, uh, large Mountain Dew. I feel a lot better. <laughs>
0: show. So everybody, Soul Taco, they are a friend of the show. They are a sponsor of the show. Please check them out. They are effing delicious. And without further ado... We're going to move on to our three counts. JCB, what's our one count?
2: One count definitely has to be celebrating the life, the times, the good, the bad of uh, Bobby the Brain Heating. Uh I'm sure by the time we're talking about this now, everyone should have known that he had passed. I guess that was Monday of this week.
0: Yeah, Sunday or Monday. Yeah, um, At the age of 73.
2: Yeah, I saw a recent picture of him. Before he died and really did not look the same like he did before. I guess he had uh, throat cancer, no mouth cancer, I'm sorry, and they took parts of his jaw out that had the cancerous uh, cells in him or whatever the case may be, and he just really didn't look the same. But ultimately, just to celebrate talking about Bobby Heenan, for me, Bobby Heenan was someone that really was the big foil to Hulk Hogan. You always got to have a good guy, bad guy in all situations. That's what makes wrestling great. That's why you have these arguments that you have today because there's no black hat, white hat. It's a lot of guys wearing gray.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people think of the 80s as being um, Hogan-Andre or Hogan-Warrior or Hogan-Macho-Man. It was really – it was Hogan-Heenan. Yeah, and
2: Bobby Behenan made it a point to – not only say am I going to take the title, but I'm going to destroy Hulkamania all in the same swoop. So that just made him easily the mouthpiece for the Heenan family where you did have Andre the Giant. You had Orndorff. You had um, Hercules Hernandez. You know, the list is endless. Bossman was a, a, a part of the Bobby Heenan family. Any real strong villain at some point went through the Bobby Heenan family. And like I said, to me, as a guy that usually leans towards the heels, he was perfect just for the simple fact that, like I said, he always had two thoughts in his mind. I want the title. I want to destroy Hulk Hogan all in the same swoop. And that, for me, makes what good wrestling is. Some of the best one-liners, him and Guerrilla Monsoon, was always what my favorite uh, Two man commentary booth, gorilla played off Bobby. This so isn't well. fair to Flair. <laughs> 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 Would you stop that? You know, I mean, it was it was, uh, it's what the announced teams are today. They set the stage for what you see today. So you got to give Bobby Heenan all kind of credit. Um, his WCW one wasn't that great, but ultimately, if I had to go best managers of all time, he and probably Paul Heyman more so Bobby the Brain because he to me he set the standard. Uh, Paul Heyman was Pauly Dangerous League. He was good. But to me, he- Heenan is the standard bearer.
1: And to Berzak, I know he's your dog. Yeah, I mean, Heenan, not only do I think he's the best manager, best announcer of all time, and I grew up with him, uh, particularly in my formative years during his WCW run, but um, I always looked up to Bobby the Brain because uh, just personally as a kid, he kind of embodied – my personality more than anybody else you know I always looked up to like the big tough guys and stuff because that was something that I necessarily wasn't but Bobby the Brain was so much uh, I, I just related to him like so much and I think the first night that we ever did this uh, podcast. We went to Jack Patrick's. That was back in the good old days before Jason was. First. Yes, yeah, before Jason was <laughs> here. We Jason... went the
2: second week. Remember? Okay.
1: So yeah, the the I'm very right
0: here. By the way, I remember the first podcast. The very the very first
1: that. podcast we went to Jack Patrick's, <laughs> nice. and uh, it was right after Chris Cornell had died, and you know oh, people yeah. were talking about how sad like celebrity deaths make them. And I remember getting lambasted because I said I was like, you know, celebrity deaths don't bother me. I was like, really. You know, I, this might seem callous. I was like, but outside of my immediate family, I was like, you know, people die, and I just like that's just like part of life. But whenever I heard that Bobby the Mariner had passed, that was the closest I ever come to like crying over a celebrity death. Like I was melancholic because this guy embodied what I loved. It was like brains over brawn, and he was always so sharp witted. And I really think uh, to this day. That he is part of my uh, personality, like I feel like I absorbed um, some of my personality. Like part of him has become part of me, and really, I don't think you can ask anything more out of a personality on TV to be so informative and funny and so influential as Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's the best, and to quote him, uh, he you know he's a legend in the sport. And if you don't believe him. Ask him. Don't doubt <laughs> I, I'll say this
0: that's that nice. he, he is um I think that he's by far the the best comedic performer that's ever been in wrestling.
2: Great. I would say if because you always have the like now you have the heel announcer, you got the face announcer, he's the best heel announcer that I, I think of, I've ever come across. But
0: well, he's also the funniest. He was the funniest guy. And I, I enjoyed the uh the tribute, the three minute tribute that
1: they did to him on Raw.
2: I was happy about that. I was. I was thinking they weren't going to do anything at all, I and was then they put out immediately. I was like, closest, man, hell no!"
1: When I say the closest I came to crying, I, I was watching that, and like, I mean, my throat closed up like mm. as I was watching that. Mm. It was, I wish
0: it would have. I wish it would have focused not all on the comedy aspect aspects, though, because Bobby the Brain was not just a comedic manager. He was very heelish, violently heelish in some cases. Um I will say, though, that one of my favorite things about him was when uh, when a heel would do something and he would kayfabe explain what the heel was trying to do in a way that was so obviously wrong. I think Graves does it
1: sometimes, but I not think, as well. I think Sean Spicer was doing it for a long time, too. That, that's yeah. a good
0: point. Uh, when like there's there's I know there was at one point in a Royal Rumble where he low-blowed The Undertaker, and Bobby the Brain says... He's Blair trying did. to lift The Undertaker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Flair, Flair old bro, The Undertaker. <laughs> but I do,
0: I do want to read a quote, though, because this is interesting, and it's written by uh, David Shoemaker, who uh, used to write for Deadspin, then he wrote for Grantland, and now he writes for The Ringer. He's and if a, you
1: haven't read his book, Squared Circle, yes, do it.
0: I agree. The book, The Squared Circle, is a great fucking book. Uh, I, I, I do want to read this quote, though. He said, quote, Heenan's physical comedy, his acid wit, and his revisionism on comedy on commentary were, were all part of the same process product, a subtle undermining of the entire craft. In his later days, he complained about the death of kayfabe, as do most old-timers in the wrestling world, but this wasn't a contradiction. Heenan's work was something altogether different. Laughing along with Heenan, despite his apparent villainy, let us feel like we were in on the joke. Parts unknown, he once quipped, of the infamous anti-hometown of many of of
1: wrestling's most mystical figures, usually means downtown Newark. (laughs) (laughs) And what a shame for him to get such a cancer, like jaw cancer, to literally take away mm-hmm. the best part about Bobby Heenan. And yep. He's the Bobby the Brain, but the way that he conveyed that brain was through his mouth. And it was so sad in his later years that we did not get the same brain.
2: Favorite Bobby Heenan segment?
0: I don't know. I know it's been said a lot of times this week, and maybe not. To, maybe everybody doesn't have much, as much time to read about uh, wrestling as I do, or maybe everybody doesn't have a wrestling-only Twitter like I do, but the 92 Royal Rumble, which I was watching when you came over today, uh, when Flair went from number three all the way to win, and Bobby the Brain let it be known that he had bet on Flair before it started. <laughs> so he was unabashedly for Flair oh, no the doubt. entire time and kept yelling throughout the entire thing, that's not fair to Flair. <laughs> and like good. and like you said, when Piper helped Flair out, <laughs> Heenan says, that a boy Piper, I always liked you. He goes, that's not a skirt, that's a kilt. <laughs> and, then, and then Piper turns on Flair like two minutes later, he goes...
1: That's not a kilt, that's a skirt. (laughs) Man, I would have to go bash at the beach 96 uh, because I was 11 years old and again in my formative years and this is the uh, creation of the NWO and whenever uh, the outsiders are taking it to Macho Man and Hogan comes out and Tony Schiavone is like, here comes Hogan and Bobby Heenan says yeah, but which side is he on? Right. And Tony says, what do you mean which side is he on? (laughs) And it You know, one could say, like, oh, he was exposing the business at that Mm -hmm. point because he knew. But really, that was just classic Bobby Heenan, like, always doubting Hogan. Like, I mean, he would never, ever do anything that would go along with Hulk Hogan. In in in
0: Shoemaker's piece, though, he talks about how that line was cut out of later broadcasts because WCW used to not tell their announcers what the outcome of the match would be, so they'd have to react. And when Heenan said... What side is Hogan on? Heenan didn't know that he was flipping heel. He was right. just being he He's was just, he was just being anti Hogan, which he always was being. And then when Hogan actually flipped heel, they, oh, he they, lost they, his shit. They cut it out. They well, they cut out that line. What side? What side is he on? Yeah. Uh, your favorite Heenan.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go different because you guys said two of my favorites. I'm gonna go back to the original WrestleMania. It was a. Uh, Big John Studd and Andre the Giant in a twenty five thousand uh, dollar buy slam challenge. Whoever, if John Studd can slam Andre, they keep the twenty five grand. If vice versa, Andre slams John Studd, Andre gets twenty five thousand. You so, had just
1: turned like thirty at that point, right?
2: Give or take. Anyway, <laughs> so he sweat. Sl- Andre slams John Studd gets the money, he starts throwing it out to the crowd. All of a sudden, Bobby Heenan just comes out of nowhere like a little rat out of hell, snatches the back up and takes off up the ramp. It's classic Bobby Heenan. You, you painted this picture. You got everybody emotionally invested because Bobby Heenan was just Bobby Heenan. You're going against Andre, who was beloved at the time. You lose this match. And Andre's doing what a good baby face should. He's going to share this money with the crowd, right. and then here comes old nasty Bobby Heenan, snatches this <laughs> money up, is up the ramp. Great fucking segment.
0: So in conclusion, Bobby Heenan, uh, the ultimate
1: heel announcer, the
0: ultimate heel manager. Uh,
2: Corey
1: Graves has his work cut out for him. Although I can see him. He's pretty good. mean no, he's great. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Give, no him, it. give him as many years as he can in the business, and so, he might make it. Rest in peace, Bobby Heenan.
0: All right, And Baby. that'll bring us to our two-count.
1: <laughs> Zach, what's our two-count? Uh, two-count, we're going to talk about uh, Dolph Ziggler, which I know we talked about Dolph Ziggler
2: again
1: last week, but... I tell you what guys so you said you really wanted to talk about Dolph Ziggler.
2: I did because Oh please p- p- come in the middle of the street. <laughs> I was
1: I was a, a, you know a little bit behind the advanced cicerone, you know if you guys aren't familiar it is a very demanding exam blah blah blah
2: (laughs) drank for nine hours whatever
1: (laughs) (laughs) i did not get to watch smackdown until i was back on the amtrak on their shitty wi-fi and basically i probably used a shitload of data because i just Mm -hmm. cut off the wi-fi and i watched it on the way back but i was laughing out loud at this so dolph ziggler comes out uh initially and um you know goes into his spiel about being the best in ring worker in history and you know I'm even though I won't say it's tired cuz it's been he's been doing the same promo for a while 3 weeks 3 weeks like for some reason for me this thing clicked like this time and I was just like behind him and I'm like yeah that's cool and then he comes out and he does Triple H's intro and the best part was when he talks about how Spitting that water out is way harder than you think, you guys. Have you ever tried it? That's the thing, because I have tried it. I've tried it's it very too. Hard. It's <laughs> very hard. fucking hard. I'm in the shower, like, wait,
2: how he get that second one out? Yeah, <laughs> it was, exactly. It's
0: always just like a stream. It's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't have my mom jeans on, which if you remember, like DX Triple H, like he had those like good big like hip high like mom jeans on, all acid acid washed. No shit. So this so, week he did Triple H Shawn Michaels and then DX, right? Yeah. So he did Shawn Michaels, and whenever he did Shawn Michaels, I was like, man, he didn't do like the the pose, like whenever he, you know, he does like the lean and like the, yeah, you know, he, he flexes his muscles, which, like, embarrassingly, like, whenever I was a kid, I would like do that Try in the mirror and I would like, like do like the whole I'm thing. I'm pulling a growing like,
2: muscle ah, at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so he does the the HBK thing and he comes out and he says, like, who would ever think that this is cool and basically you have two guys at the end of their career acting like teenagers right and i mean it was like super real and super fun and you know that uh, those guys are all friends and oh yeah i just really love the reality aspect of it like a lot of the more recent wwe stuff that i've really enjoyed has been reality based for sure and the fact that he's able to rib those guys in his promo and to talk negatively about these uh, these legends, and for him to be like, is it okay? Can I run NXT now? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of fucked up. <laughs> Dude, <out. laughs> I was losing my fucking yeah, shit, and was I, was, I was in the Amtrak just losing my fucking shit, just laughing my ass off, and I got a lot of weird looks, uh, but... And there was no you might have like, been on the
0: high of, of being done with your test
1: though that could have been too and I, I hadn't had a drink for a few days so I needed some release see that's why I was funny right there but you like, know like going to stop it all <laughs> there not, was no payoff to that like and then it just like cut to them talking no, about Helena
0: it's three straight weeks of no payoff and I wonder where they're going JCB where do you think
2: they're going you called it last week it's, this is going to be Bobby Roode to be right yeah I don't know if it's going to be next week because he talked about the elaborate entrances right and. As it stands right now, Bobby Roode has the biggest... And they've kept him off of TV. Yeah, which is kind of thinking to a couple of podcasts ago, if it was not last week two weeks ago, I think this is trying to get people to forget the heel Bobby Roode and bring him back as this potential baby Baby. face. So I think this all eventually leads, all roads lead to Bobby Roode. It's just now, and we're going to talk about repetitive promos here in a little bit. Again, we're saying the same thing and I get it. And I agree with it. I would be sitting here lying if I didn't say I didn't agree with it. He is a great worker. He's been getting a lot of the short end of the sticks more times than not, but now we need a payoff. I can't watch a fourth week of the same fucking bullshit. But when, when, Get, let's get a program going. Although, Throw Bobby Roode out like, here. Let's get this set going.
1: I feel like it has been building. Like I feel like maybe I could like watch if he keeps like doing more and more ridiculous shit. I, well, okay, man. I really dude, at I think this he's point,
0: everybody at this. But at this point, I kind of want him to do it for like the next four or five weeks. Yeah, like, oh, I want to see, no. see him do the Vince McMahon again.
1: strut, like the no chance. Oh, like, man, strut.
2: get that X Pac heat and then have somebody come in the and whoop his Pac- ass, heat. <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm, okay, this to me this is Bray Wyatt. I've gone as far as I'm willing to go. Now I need something in return. There's no ROI.
0: Ultimately, are you pro or anti Dolph Ziggler? Oh, my God! I, I think
1: I
2: think the JCB's, fact that I gotta think about it means I'm anti.
1: No, well, I'm I'm gonna just interject and I I feel like I'm I'm pro Ziggler, but at the same time, I can kind of see why JCB isn't. I'm pro Dolph Ziggler. I'm anti Dolph Ziggler creative until they started doing this shit. So, I, like, they haven't done anything with him, and I think that's why a lot of people think negatively about him. You actually might be the only person on board with this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody else is furious mm-hmm. at it. I don't know, man. That. I
2: well, we're wasting the, we're wasting I'm, I'm, talent. I mean, I'm neutral on it.
0: Like, I, it's got to have payoff. It, it's all about the payoff. Like, I'm I'm right. not I'm not going to be mad about I'm not going to be mad about a build up to something until I see how it's paid off.
2: Right. And I folks, feel like you like can't I said, be... this is going to get back to Bobby Roode, but then these matches have to be worth the time invested. If well, you Dolph got, Ziggler's
0: certainly a better worker than Bobby Roode.
2: I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's kind of like the Shinsuke argument. That's you know, why I was kind of, you know, let's see when Dolph and Shinsuke first locked up, everybody was kind of shitting on that. And I was just like, let's just see how it plays out for you know If they that, have a couple good matches, then it's worth it.
0: Honestly, this goes back to what we were talking about either last week or a couple of weeks ago. It's like how important are entrances? Because I just thought about that for a second. If Bobby Roode's facing Dolph Ziggler... I'm higher on Bobby Roode right now because it's interesting and because he's got a great entrance. Bobby Roode's a
1: good worker. He's great. He's no Ziggler, that, yeah. But he's no very disagreement. the The difference lies in like psychology. Like Bobby Roode is that old school Ric Flair type. Uh, Ric Flair, I mean, he was great in the ring, but he was great in the ring because of his ring psychology. I would put Bobby Roode in that category. I'm not saying he's As great as Ric Flair, but he's great because of his in-ring psychology, not because he does flippy shit, not because he's super athletic, but because he gets his point across. And his he tells the story a a different way. Yeah. And that'll bring us to
0: our three count. (laughs) And fellas, I think that we'd be remiss to not talk about Jinder Mahal's uh, promo this week. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, boy. Yo boy. His racist ass terrible promo Yo this boy. week. Where he uh, so to, <laughs> to, to, lay, to, to lay the groundwork for anybody that didn't see it, Jinder Mahal came out and cut a promo on, with the Singh brothers, cut a promo on Shinsuke Nakamura where it he kept showing the same face of Shinsuke Nakamura making a goofy face while while Nakamura was probably getting ready to kick somebody, like in the middle of a match or something. Uh, he called him Mr. Miyagi. Wow. Uh, he said... Uh, you always
1: rook like that.
0: You always rook like that, which is terrible. Yeah. That's you terrible. Know you now, know I understand that heels are supposed to be hypocrites and heels are supposed to be assholes, Um, in 2017, I think that making fun of an Asian character, A, is, that's cheap, it's not funny, and it's, uh, well, both those things all over again. It's cheap, it's not funny, and it's cheap, and it's not funny. Right. B, who the fuck is this getting over, and what does this make me want to see, why does this promo make me want to see Jinder Mahal versus Nakamura anymore? What is this doing for anybody, and why would you put it in the audience's mind that's still trying to... There's a lot of the audience that's still trying to warm up Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Why would yeah. you put in their mind that he makes these goofy faces? Because right. Nakamura does make these
1: goofy faces.
0: Yeah, and That's one of the you, best
1: parts about his
0: I know, but it's easy character. to make fun of, and making fun of the way he talks would be easy to make fun of, too, especially for those motherfuckers out there that maybe don't know anybody that, of Asian descent right. or yeah. X, Y, and Z. That's why I thought that this promo was in bad taste. Mm -hmm. It didn't get anybody over. And ultimately, it was... I mean, the Oakland crowd, you're in... Fucking Oakland, where the Raiders play, and they were chanting that's that too, too far. F- yeah. That's too far. That's too far. They chanted that. Yeah.
1: That's the wokest ass fucking wrestling audience I've ever <laughs> fucking seen. It was also it was also a very dead audience, and I tweeted and it was just a joke, but no, I was it, like,
2: it, it was a true story. Like it, it, was, a, it was a dead a ass crowd. audience, and yeah. I was like, if
1: I had a dead ass audience like that, I'd probably spout some racist shit dude just try to get some fucking reaction. But really, it goes against everything that Gender has been going for his entire mm-hmm. title run. Which is, you guys are xenophobic. So then he goes and like acts racist yeah. because people are being racist towards him. Like it just doesn't really make any sense. And I saw, um, uh, God damn it, what's his name? Uh, Dave Melter. I saw a Dave Melter post a, a very insightful, uh, you know, editorial about this, which basically mean basically says like everybody wants the attitude era. Right? And we're all clamoring for the Attitude Era. Not we're all, but there's a lot of people yeah. clamoring for it. This is the of kind of shit that happened in the Attitude Era. Yeah, right? for sure. But it cannot exist in modern day society. Nope. Yeah, the audience so, isn't the same. Nope. No, the audience is not the same. So everybody wants the Attitude Era. And again, I'm being very generalistic and I'm, I'm encapsulating too many people. But a lot of people want the Attitude Era. But they really don't want everything about the Attitude Era. They might want some... Uh, bloody ring work or something, but they don't want the racism. Well, here's the thing. Like, the, the blood, just not to go off on the tangent, but the blood
0: means more today because it happens less often. Right. Sure. Absolutely. When Randy Orton got busted open. I think we could do without the racism altogether.
1: I think I think that's absolutely fine. But the fact that G- that gender he even mentioned jingoism which is funny because that's what we've been talking about like right. you know and well he um, listens to the podcast yeah gender must must listen to the podcast hey you gender know. you're invited on anytime you racist motherfucker. <laughs> 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 who, who, who knew that uh, gender was uh, such a pro teddy roosevelt guy Dude. but uh yeah, I mean, it's just fucked up that, you know, to counter xenophobia, you're going to be racist. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's exactly. poor writing. I mm-hmm. don't blame gender. No. I, do, I do not no. blame gender. No, I, don't, I don't either. Not no, at all. It's not it him. is WWE creative, and it was a poor choice, and, you know, they apologize for it, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. Don't apologize. Just give us better fucking writing. There you go.
0: It's not that. I, I don't think it's that. It shouldn't be that hard to write a story for a belt. I'm sorry, a title. For a title, you're wrestling for the WWE Championship title, and so you have two guys that aren't American, and you're playing to a mostly American audience. as As far as I know, I mean the country, the the company's based in America. I don't know how much I don't know what their viewership is.
2: Well, you, you just you're, you're making a point. Go ahead,
0: but you're playing to mostly American audience. Why don't you just build up how great athletes these guys are? Shocker! That's why what you, they should do with Nakamura. Why, yeah. That's, that's what they should do with Jinder Mahal. They should give yeah. him squash matches every single SmackDown instead of giving him shitty-ass promos. Agreed. Why don't you just put over his finisher for a couple weeks? Oh, yeah, he needs him, it, too. Yeah, yeah he, he needs fucking needs it. But instead, you're having go cut these dumbass promos when that's not his strength. His strength is the way that he looks, that he looks different. That's a strength yep. to, uh, compared to most other yeah. previous yeah, WWE he, champions. He looks different. And you have just have him go out and squash, I don't know,
2: Ty Dellinger, Aiden English. I knew you guys were say no, that. he started to say it, and then <laughs> I was just fi- I just finished this, this thought. Here's my quick thought on it, and then we can move on because I'm getting a little aggravated with this whole Jennifer Hall thing. I had an argument on Twitter about cheap heat. Okay, that's what
0: heels were supposed I, to do. I you saw, it. saw that? Yeah, okay, I
2: saw it. you cheap heat is okay. I get it, but then there's. This kind of heat. This is racist bullshit heat. This is just lazy, okay, we're, gonna, we're trying to make this point, and we're going to do it again, but just crank it up a little bit. That's racist bullshit. That, and once again, that's not on gender, but gender's taking the heat. It's no different when Alexa Bliss did the... Uh, this is your life segment with Bailey, and that went to the shitter. Everybody playing Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss didn't come up with this segment. She was basically, this is what you need to say. Now go out and say it. But who does it get over? Nobody. I, I, either one, one of nobody. those segments. Nobody. It doesn't get
0: anybody over. It was I the same say, segment. I love that it when Gwen me and Jason bolted.
1: can agree. <laughs> <laughs> this is really <laughs> nice. This, this ain't going to last long. I don't, don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I will say that I'm sure that nobody... Decides, you know, it's a multi billion dollar corporation. I'm sure that nobody decides to say, like, hey, let's put this out there because it's going to be real shitty. They're throwing stuff up against the wall and hoping that it happens. Um, For all those people that want the attitude era back, I will say that we definitely did have a success. We had Kevin Owens via satellite. Yeah, <laughs> when was the last time anybody was via satellite? The, the Rock, I think. I mean, like, I mean, now we have Skype and all kinds of things. Like, no we shit. don't need satellites. Nah, Plus, we don't need satellites. Did, like, Kevin Owens not have anybody to iron his shirt? Nah, I mean, look, like. They, they, whoa, they, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's Ironing's hard. hard.
2: Yeah, I was getting ready to say, A, it's hard. Okay, I don't like ironing shit. I don't like but ironing B, and shit either. It was like, uh, Bill was saying on the way over here, it was perfect because it keeps Shane and KO away from each other. So you keep yeah. that strong, intense heat that we yeah, had I a think week if, ago.
0: Yeah, I think if you brought KO and Shane in the same building now with no, four more can't. weeks to go, you that can't had, without somebody going through some glass. It right. has the possibility of cooling down this feud instead of just keeping it on simmer while we can still
2: keep the it. The slow burn's going to work on this one. Like I said, I think it's probably going to be one of the better matches that that. I-
0: but you know what, guys? That's going to do it for our... Three count. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Band from
2: Ringside.
0: Hey, everybody usually we have our figure three leg lock music playing for our predictions but for this week's no mercy predictions we got some new music j bell why don't you introduce this music
2: i would love to do so this is uh from my boy r2 sinatra off of his new outcoming album. i shouldn't say outcoming album; new album coming up uh this is a track called Catch the Wave, produced by Twan Beatmaker. Uh, you can find this on all your major music uh, programs, iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube. I believe the search is R2 Cognac Music if you want to check it out. But like I said, this is track is called Catch the Wave.
0: R2 Cognac Music, Catch the Wave. Okay, so let's get our No Mercy predictions uh, going here, boys. Uh, we're going to start off with... and. Engineer Rich is going to be in on this one also. So the first match that we are going to talk about is the Fatal Five Way between Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Nia Jax, and Emma. Rich, give it to me from your least likely to most likely to win for that match. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do it. No explanation.
1: Okay, Nia. Alexa Bliss, Emma, Sasha, and then Bailey.
0: Is that really your prediction? Shut up. That is fucked up. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) All right. JCB, let's hear yours. Who you got?
2: That's fucked up, man. You go throw that band underneath from the bus. From most, from least, from, from least, least to, to most, likely, most likely, yeah. Least likely to win is probably going to be Bailey at this point. Uh, just coming back from injury, I see no way on God's green earth that yeah, she happen. came back on Monday night, um, and, and it was not a warm reception. I think they should just left her alone for a little bit. Figure out how you're going to get this log jam together maybe helped then, her
0: get a job at the fry side of the chilies or something like that that's fucked maybe, up too maybe, log a, host, maybe a hostess <laughs> i came fucked. to fix Dinah um, cobble yo, no that's wrong
2: <laughs> uh four let's go uh emma emma is not going to eat this pen but i think she's not even going to be involved in this uh decision three we're going to go sasha banks um I'm not sure if she's going to eat this pin, too. I I really don't want her to because just because we need to get her back on a roll. At two, I'm changing it right now as we speak. I'm going to put Nia Jax at number two. I'm not sure how Alexa gets this pin on Nia Jax, but obviously now at number one, like I said, because I just changed it, I got Alexa Bliss as retaining WWE Raw Women's Champion.
1: All right, Zach Bowman, who you got? I got to look at your list to remind myself of all of these people because, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Drinking can you today? Can we, uh, maybe all day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: he deserves like, it, man. Let that man live.
1: I had two full days without a beverage that wasn't tainted with some kind of chemical. So oh, shit. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm going to go Emma number five, Bailey number four. Stop cheating. Uh Sasha Banks number 3. Stop cheating. Alexa Bliss number 2 and I think Nia is going to take this cuz I mean if it's going to happen it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think that I'm going to put um I'm going to put Sasha Banks at number 5 cuz I don't think I what I think is actually going to happen is Bailey is going to turn on Sasha Banks.
2: Ooh! That Bailey is going
0: to go heel. And I'll put Bailey at
2: four. Don't see that happening. But I'm, I'm putting
0: Emma this. at three because I could see them pulling some shit. Like, the only reason Emma there is to put it on her or to take the pen. Put it on her. I'll take my girl Alexa Bliss at two, and I'm going to put Nia Jax
1: at hey, number one. Can we real quick? I know we're in the predictions. We don't have a lot of time. Wasn't it super fucking weird? It was really weird to me on Raw that... We had this perfect moment to like turn Alexa face where you had like her wanting to be buddy buddy with Sasha and Bailey, and then you have like Bailey of all people, like yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Like Bailey like,
2: just doesn't have direction right now. Is, is ultimately what the problem is. That's why I wanted to yeah, just but it kind of speaks to there thing.
1: being
0: no heels and no faces. because yeah, right? if, like, if Bailey was a heel, and...
1: she'd be like, okay, let's just do this thing and let's right. be let's be friends. Right. Yeah, it didn't She's make sense. She's a fucking at all. hugger. It doesn't make sense at all. Like I hated it.
0: All right, uh, next up, we got The Miz versus Jason Jordan for uh, the Intercontinental Belt. Rich, who you got, The Miz or Jason Jordan? Jordan, for sure. By the way, where do we stand on this? Or where do I stand on? Better uh, than Bill. Uh, you're, <laughs> you, have 30, you have 33 points. I have 32 points. Really? <laughs> JCB's got 46, and Zach Pullman's got 47. Damn uh, That's th- close. The good thing is, is that we're going to do our year away WrestleMania predictions which is going to be some big thing. I think we're about doing it points. next week. Yeah. Uh, well, we That's might have the, Kurt Stallion, Stallion from Glory Pro next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But uh, there's also the Royal Rumble coming up which we have to come up with the point system for that.
2: I, I think I got that figured out but we'll talk about that later.
0: Um, Either way, uh, Rich, you're beating me. Good job, Rich. Good
2: job, Rich. Uh, oh,
0: Zach Pullman, you got Jason Jordan or The Miz?
2: Miz.
1: No explanation other than Jason. Miz.
2: Uh, as much as I want to go with my uh, fellow friend, well, not friend, but uh, namesake, it's going to be all Miz. You, all you guys are friends. We all know each other, man. We hang out. Shit, Jesus I got Jason Christ. Jordan in my fucking cell phone. I'm
0: taking the Miz too. <laughs> it just wouldn't be. A, it wouldn't be a good story to have Jason Jordan win right now. I don't think so. Uh, next up, we have the ne- We have Neville versus Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore got his. Ass beat on Raw by Braun Strowman, which only goes to only goes to our uh, theory that he is getting buried. Uh, but that being said,
1: Rich Harris, he got. I'm gonna continue to go, keep going with Neville whenever I have the chance, because of Neville Longbottom or, yeah, the and the fact reason. that he is the true hero <laughs> of Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus fucking
1: Christ! Zach Coleman, who you got? Uh, I got Neville Longbottom. <laughs> He's going to pull the sword of Gryffindor out of the Sorting Hat, and he is going to cut the head off of the Horcrux of Voldemort. Holy Sorry shit. for tearing out. come pick him up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's had way too much to drink. <laughs> JCB, who you got? I'm I'm going to be contrarian. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. The boycott starts next week. I have Enzo Amori beating Neville. I can't explain why it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. There will be some heel shit.
1: JCB just wants to save an hour off of his life every week. No, I don't. Yeah, no, not it. No, I don't, no, I'm
2: not rooting for it. I'm not rooting for it. But they've, Man, they've if there come was this four far. Hour,
0: if there was four hours of 205 Live every week, Jason Cornelius Bell would watch four hours of 205 I would. Live. And I'm, tweet about it and
2: I'm make in,
1: me feel bad for not watching it.
2: I'm right, invested in it. But like I said. Wait, I do just, you guys yeah, tweet yeah, at each other when I'm yeah, not when around? Yeah, when you're not around, what, yeah. It, we, I can't help it that you're always busy going off to Denver and... Chicago Wait, I'm so, going to Chicago this weekend. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to watch
1: this paper, yo. <laughs> I'm gonna be in Chicago. We have a Gmail account that we that we share that we only type in the drafts so that the stuff doesn't go over the server. It's a lot of like Paul Manafort Finn thing.
0: Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, Rich Harris, Finn Balor or Bray Wyatt? Now, listen, it's not Finn Balor the demon, it's Finn Balor the man. They're making oh. a big point of this. I know it's a big deal. Okay, um. Let's go with Finn. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> no, I care. Finn
0: for sure. Finn Balor as the man, not the demon. Uh, JCB, who you got?
2: Uh, we'll just keep it moving. Finn Balor.
1: I'm going to be contrarian here. Oh and shit! Because that's what I, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still a brave mark. Point
2: back. Yeah, this, this, this could back. be the change.
1: <laughs> I, I'm still a Braymark, mark, back. and I think this could be. One of the ones that they give him, so I'm gonna go Bray Wyatt.
2: It's even now. It's 47 apiece. There's I'm a lot it right now. There's
1: a lot of Yuri left.
0: <laughs> Wait, do you guys have the same? No, you guys don't have the same thing. The I'm whole down, down one down point, anyway. but he's
2: taking Bray. I'm taking Finn. You know Finn's gonna win. No,
0: I'm taking Wyatt because. What the fuck? No, see that's stupid. That's great.
2: Keep no, going. I'm taking Wyatt. No, that's good. That's good. No, I can like I, that. Can yes, I t- please get that. Yeah. Get- no, they no, can't. They no, can't. They no, can't. No, Please, Bray Wyatt They're making a
0: big point Out of this That it's not the demon, demon It's the man. Man, man The demon never loses the man I think can. I think we're gonna see this again I think we're gonna see oh, Another dude, Finn Balor Versus Bray Wyatt At TLC Dude stop No Probably in a triple threat Yeah <laughs> Maybe the demon, maybe the demon, the demon, the demon, the demon, the demon, now we're
1: talking like sting and NWO sting. All right. For the
0: tag team championship (laughs) titles, we have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, uh, AKA the shield. Although they don't say it, uh, versus the bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. So you're up the shield versus the bar. Uh, Okay, so Seamus, I want his Seamus and Cesaro at the bar. Yeah, then the bar. Okay. The bar. I like the bar a I lot. I like the there. bar a lot too. I didn't think they would
2: go as far as uh, no, the No, they're fucking great. Really they're,
0: they're awesome. All right, so Zach Pullman, who you got?
1: <laughs>
2: I'm gonna be like
1: I'm gonna be like Jacqueline Phoenix and the gladiator. Nice. And I'm gonna go with uh the shield. Going with the shield here. And I have to watch the gladiator when I go home and it's gonna be a real long night.
2: Oof. JCB, yeah, ain't making through that movie. There's no way. Um, I'm gonna take the shield on this. Um, As much as I like, I said the bar has really brought the bar up, but for lack of a better term, on the uh, raw tag team side. But it's that just, really it really
0: is lack of a better
2: term. Yeah, it really is. Um The shield is just—it's just not their time. We're waiting for the revival, hopefully to come back later in the year, and you push that program. But right oh, now. Yeah that's that's gonna be the Shield over Cesaro I and Sheamus. I don't see the path
0: forward for the Shield if they lose if they win this though. Like
2: are they gonna fight? Like, like JCP
1: They're not gonna give it back to them. They're gonna give it back to the revival. That's what I think.
2: Ultimately I think that's where that's the, the end game if is. If they wouldn't
1: keep getting fucking injured, the revival would be the raw right champions, now. and they would be the best fucking tag team in goddamn wrestling. I think they're gonna play,
0: I think they're gonna play uh what do they call Tiddlywinks? it? Tiddlywinks? I don't know. Leap hot What do they call it? Hot shot. I think they're going to hot shot. I'm going to take the bar. Nice. That's two. <laughs> Dude, it doesn't matter. You're killing me. That's you're right. Fucking, you're you're fucking taking that
2: chop. Fucking- I yeah. want to get so far oh, away from if we you. we have Kirk
0: Stallion on the podcast next <laughs> he week, can, he he's going to d- be the one that will deliver, deliver the, the chop. chop and yeah. we'll ask so him if you about guys it. don't Perfect.
1: if you guys don't realize what we're talking about, so we've been discussing like how we're going to come up with the end result of these, these prediction what, so, what the loser
0: what, what happens to the loser yeah
1: so our our loser is going to take a chop from a professional wrestler on facebook live yes so look forward to and that bill can't after, wait after seeing martin stones aka danny birch's chest Woo! after kurt stallion and the, and martin <laughs> stones match
2: no shirt either no the, yeah, shirt no it shirt is, it's gotta it's be, gonna flash be on flesh, baby yeah it's got to be Flash on Flash.
0: It's a good thing I'm losing because I'm the only one of these motherfuckers that can take it. No, I'm, I'm, kind, I'm kind of a masochist, and I'm, I, I'm kind of a masochist. I almost oh, wish I was that's, losing. That's enough. I that's say, kind I'm of here, a weird I'm thing here. to say. All right, so now we get to our co-main events, fellas. That's um, kind of a weird thing to say. Uh, to Ro- Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> we get to our co-main event. Uh, we have Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Roman Reigns came out and cut a maybe one of the best promos of his life on Monday night. It the, was good. It was, it was good,
2: but the problem is he there was, was no John Cena. If yeah, but John was, Cena was in the ring, it would have been so much better.
0: He was confident delivering it, though. The best thing about that promo? It was a total heel promo. He wasn't playing a tweener. He didn't do anything. That was a fucking heel promo Twas. against a babyface. So we have John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Engineer Rich, who you got?
1: I think I, I usually go against Cena, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Cena this time. Because uh, I like what he's doing with uh, is, it, is it cricket or something?
2: I like his ads now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is doing cricket. <laughs> like, I'm sitting like, does he do cricket?
0: That's good. JCB, who you got?
2: Give me Roman Reigns. Um, despite what you said two or three weeks ago about the shield coming down and Roman Reigns is going to be this big-time heel, that's not going to happen. I mean, this is ultimately Vince coronating um, Roman Reigns over John Cena, pass the torch, whatever – you know, term you want to use in this but this is a uh, Roman Reigns moment in the sun it's going to be a queen finish uh, the answer to the Facebook question earlier will John Cena cheat no John Cena doesn't cheat that's hustle loyalty respect that's not going to happen
0: It was Ryan Dale
1: chucking
2: terrible to ask that question okay so to answer that question I say no ultimately Roman Reigns wins this match
1: two beer I'm going to go with Reigns and since you mentioned Facebook questions I'm just going to do that because I want to fly through because I think we had a couple good ones uh
0: Well, we're still not going to get to him. So. I think that Cena should win. I think that Roman Reigns will win. So, Go ahead, pick uh, Cena. Go ahead, pick Cena. I'm going to take Cena.
2: Nice! That's three, baby! God, you are so easy!
0: Oh, did you see my man Rusev get that big win this week? Ooh, oh, he yeah. Run, he broke RKO's yeah. Oh, he beat Randy Orton. You know, more than one person has said to me, that they listen to the podcast and they think that Jason is getting meaner and meaner and meaner to me. <laughs> this Just is every me day, harder, gentlemen. No,
2: it's not. <laughs> That's it is. If this was happening at Jack Patrick's, we wouldn't even have this problem. I, we feel, like, this. I feel like
0: the podcast is driving us apart. <laughs> All right. And for the Universal Championship.
2: You can walk home, man.
0: Rich Harris. We have Brock Lesnar versus... Braun Strowman, no, doesn't matter. not Brock. Anybody but Brock. <laughs> Braun Strowman is going Rich is taking Braun Strowman.
2: I was about to say he hates Brock. I, I can't wait. About that. I
0: can't wait to figure out the winning percentage between Engineer Rich and Engineer, Engineer Sam, Sam to find out who's right. better. Yeah, that, totally. that'll be good. Yeah. I think Rich is kind of uh, he's kind of made up some ground for Sam. Oh. Mm-hmm. uh Zach Pullman, Braun or Brock, and the reason why.
1: Uh intellectually, I would pick Brock because whoever goes over usually beforehand is not the one who takes the title. But uh, just like Engineer Rich, uh, I cannot pick Brock because even though he's been on TV more often than not, I still want that belt back on Raw every week, and I want Braun Strowman to have it.
0: So you're betting f- Braun on- Braun. Braun, so you're betting with your heart, not your pocketbook.
1: That's exactly right. I'm betting with my dick.
0: JCB.
2: I mm. say, I think Eddie Murphy said that a while ago. You don't keep putting that dick out on the craft table. Sooner or later, you're gonna lose. I'm wearing the shirt for a reason. Brock Lesnar is going to win this match. I get it. Braun is as hot as anybody I've seen in months, if not years. It's just not the right time me Brock Lesnar. I disagree Super completely. City, That's why you don't I, work for WWE creative. City, I disagree bitch. completely. I, I
0: I think that it is exactly the right time to put it on Braun, so okay. I will
1: take Braun Strowman. That's another point. Do it now before he dies of diabetes. <laughs> oh,
2: dude, come on. My dad died of diabetes. Don't say that. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> you want me to do a 9-11 joke now?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Stuff to come back from that. Uh, <laughs> I was getting ready to make a point of uh, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Uh I do think that it's time to put the belt on Braun. I think um in a little bit of fantasy booking, I think it'd be fun to see Heyman jump
2: ship. Dude, I've been hearing that a lot lately. It'd be a lot of fun. Oh, I've been, really? I've been hearing that a lot lately. Although right. I would prefer
1: him jumping ship and going to Nakamura as our friend... uh Burt Bollinger, well, could, I could, I, I'll I i give him credit, but that is the play. That I is could, what should happen.
0: I could see Heyman jumping ship to Braun and saying, you know, I can see the writing on the wall. Yep. Brock is done yep. after Braun's yeah. uh, dominating him for the last couple of weeks. You know so why I'm that won't take happen?
2: Because it makes too much sense. That's why it won't happen. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, we're almost on the road to WrestleMania, so a lot of this shit's going to have WrestleMania consequences. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that'll do it for our No Mercy predictions. Thank you, everybody, for playing along. Uh, we only have three minutes left. Was there something else that you
1: wanted to say, Zach? I don't know. Was there some Facebook questions? I thought I saw them. I don't know. I've been in a fucking No, I was to no, say
0: it was, it was, it was no, only one. It was my bad. I didn't even put it up. Um, but I do have to wish a happy birthday to a bunch of people. We missed the birthdays last week. Do uh, it! We missed Paul Heyman's birthday. He was 52. Baron Corman's 33. Teddy Long is 70. Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> Black don't
2: crack. Black don't crack.
0: This week we have Jim Cornette is only fifty six.
1: He also His just left. left. He also just left GFW apparently. Yeah, it was a very short lived.
2: Jim yeah.
0: Cornette is only fifty six.
1: Oh, that Tom is has crazy. not done him well. Yeah, but I mean like. Took a I feel like longevity wise, Mitch. like if I would have like impacted the world in the same way that Jim Cornette has, by the time I'm 56, I'd be okay with looking like a fucking cheeseburger in a fucking marshmallow suit. I don't know. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, Gerald Briscoe is 71.
0: I oh. love Gerald Briscoe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did they call him when he's to run around? Oh friends? shit! Him and Pat Patterson yeah, were they
2: lackeys? Essentially, there was there was a name for it, but I can't think what it is off the top of my head.
0: Uh, Mrs. Out, Dean Ambrose, Renee Young is 32. Hmm. Uh, 32. Arn Anderson. Double A. Wanna have a guess? Uh, sixty six. Fifty two. Fifty
1: nine. Damn. 66, I went way high. 52. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I mean, he's I fucking love Greg him. the
0: Hammer Valentine is sixty seven. Matt Hardy is forty three. Hey. Kyrie Sane is twenty nine. And that's gonna do 29. it for um, Band from Ringside tonight, guys. Uh we know there's a lot of podcasts for you to listen to and we appreciate you listening to ours. For Shock City Studios. Check. for engineer Rich Harris. Check for Soul Taco. Check for Chris Denman. Check for Free Play Media. Free Play Media. Check for Jason Cornelius Bell. For Two Beer Zach Pullman. I am Bill Vega, and this is Bam from Ringside, and everybody, don't be Ill. <laughs>
2: From work, it's for
1: some
0: cool gummy sweats. It's an experience won't smoke it. Cause when we get up and go, and when we lose our control, we'll ban.